Always number eight. Pulled a whole shot on Alessi. Um, was running good. Was running well inside the top ten, which is what I was expecting and looking for. And going into Storyland, kind of made a mistake and went OTB. But uh, I'm excited to rebound tomorrow at 10:30. So far, uh, pretty positive. My mom came out too with me, um, so she's really excited about that as well. Family vacation, like Gil said. So yeah, it's really good. Thursday, Saturday. So, you know, tonight, obviously, not as much fun for me. You know, got an early morning moto, but if I was doing this show tomorrow night and I had Friday off, I'd be enjoying a twisted tea with you. I, I was an alternate. <laughs> I was an alternate in the 40 plus two, though, and I, I didn't get in, but I really wanted to ride two classes because I felt like to maximize the moto vacation, let's get out on that track, you know? I, I wish I could ride. I kind of wish I could ride plus 30. I'm not, you know, bit. Oh, sorry. I'm not upset. I can't ride plus 30 yeah. because I've scored points before in the past, right? So um, I could go ride open pro sport, but I'm not really sure I want to battle for 18th place with some 17-year-old that, right. you know, has nothing to lose. So I'm uh, with you on that yeah, one. Yeah, one class for me being 32, 32 years old, plus 25, just fine. Yeah. Plus 25 stacked, though. It's stacked. It's so gnarly. It's stacked. Like, it's so, like, there's so many guys. Like, the first every night there's yeah floating down the river luckily my pit is literally 15 yards from the river so we go over there in between motos hang out um, look at chance hymas ladies and gentlemen rolling up but uh yeah it's super cool there's there's something fun there's something to do every single night um you know tonight's gonna be the fmx freestyle show i think there's a church service there's line dancing tomorrow's a talent show so i expect to see you out there i'm not sure what your I'm talent is talent. Oh, okay then never mind. Yeah, if, if we have food and twisted teeth, that'd be a challenge. Maybe a hot dog eating contest? Yeah, like, you know, like, Transworld does that 
big, the big class, the, the two fifth, the mini count class. That's all you. Yeah, Cones needs that here. Yeah. Okay. You know how many people are raising? Yes, Cones down. Thank you. Like, that would be incredible to you guys. It's so much fun. Thank you for being out with us. There are some dudes that still live. Wide jump class? Yes. I like the idea, so. Open portable. <laughs> I'm like a t-shirt today. Yeah. Hopefully the entry fee is free. But Calvin's here as well. We're gonna get him up here soon. But before I let him go, before I get him up here, Stoyo made a good point. He just went to Mammoth. Mammoth is another race that's awesome. Another vacation destination. It's it's a really good event. You've never been, I highly recommend it. But no burps here at Loretta's. No, no, and I actually like one of these things. And I think you know, Mammoth is an old school race. School guy, and I remember the days of burn. Like every track I go to, it doesn't matter where it is in the United States, nobody has berms anymore. And it's like, bring back the berms. I, I want to start like a coalition of people to join and we can bring back the berms. Really? Is, is that just so you can blow them out? No, I think it opens up the racetrack. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I don't want dozer berms though. I want to actually like some, some, you know. Yeah, I'm a picky berm guy. I want some bank berms, like a supercross almost, but you know, not quite as tight. There's something like bank like that. So now you got inside lines, outside lines. Opens the track up. You can tell this guy's from Michigan. There we go. There we go. I'm down. Yeah, California guy doesn't want any ruts. I ride ruts every time I ride. But my local track doesn't build berms either. Yeah, I guess. No, they're kind of blunt. They're making dozer burns now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Who's running up? Uh, who's? Yeah, Van Roku. Uh, Astorio, 45 plus, 10th place after the first photo. Yeah. Going into tomorrow with a, you know, you, 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 you never know. Like, right. You, you've been here multiple years. Anything goes here. Like, you never want to give up. A 10th place, a good teacher. Well, yeah, and not, I mean, not only that, but I wasn't like, um, I felt like there's spots on the track that I could push a little harder and get some speed. And, and the, the next the group that was right there, they weren't gone. They were right there. So yeah. if, if I was in that, you know, group, I feel like I could come back through. So yeah, 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 I feel good. Yeah, that's the only part that's uh, a little bit scary is, you know, the track conditions at that time are really, really gnarly. So yeah. I, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you for coming to the Fly Appreciate Racing it. Container. You also work for Fly, so this is just a big Fly family event, and I'm excited to be a part of it, and we'll see how the rest of the week goes. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Of course. Now, next up on the show is going to be Kevin Albeck, all the way from California. Hey, thank you guys for coming. Tell your friends. Yeah, thank, thanks, guys. Oh, yeah. Every night. Best free show here. I mean, I don't know about that. But we'll see. Well, So probably shows we can't talk about on the show. Uh, those kind of shows. Got it. So we might have to see what he's up to. Lot five. Come pick us up tomorrow. Triple? Never. First time. No, I, uh, I, it's kind of weird. It's one of those things I don't regret very many things in my life, right? So about 22 years ago, I qualified at Blue Walk Google in the 250B class, and I 
didn't make the 125B class, which was my better, I rode the 125 better, and I was so mad, I just, I boycotted it. I'm like, I'm not going all the way back there for one class. And it's kind of one of those things that I've just always regretted I didn't do it. It's like, why did I do it? Like, I, that's stupid. Like, one class is fun. Now, I'm through one class. Like, I only, I, I literally could have tried for the 40 class, and I'm like, nope. I want one class. Didn't I talk you into one class and doing this deal? I think you did. Yeah, I think you did. I think you did talk me into the one class. And you know who else did? It was Enzo Timmerman's dad, uh, Paul. Yeah. So I used to race with him, and he was like, dude, he goes, you know, about five to six guys every day that I use because they're over they're overheated. Yeah, that's a good point. And so he's like, it's hard on a on a on a vet. Two classes is a lot of work on your body. So I'm like, okay. I should mention this because somebody's going to do it, but if we really want to come here and make some money, we need to set up an IV tent up there for, for two things. One, the guy's overheating and dehydrated, but number two, there's a lot of vet lot riders that like to drink a lot at night or their buddies like to drink a lot at night. I've had some buddies here that have been a little hungover. We put an IV tent up there, be packed all day. Side by side. It's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. Somebody would be here doing it next year, and I'll be all pissed off. things gonna have some 25th anniversary special edition stuff so keep an eye out for that but you know I've I've been coming here for years I was a fly athlete you know growing up and, and racing uh, you know my time when I was racing pro I was always pretty much in the brand so uh, and even coming to Loretta's before that like this has always been the fly spot so you know every year it's home but you know to see you know what we do here with the athletes and you know supporting you know really everybody you know top to bottom level certain classes like you know giving them good quality product to you know their parents are you know trusting their kids in right is something that we obviously look for in the building each and every single day and you know calvin and jason you know two of our seller sales reps but uh, you know building this thing across the country you know shop by shop walking into each and every store and just kind of selling the fly story and the quality product behind it but uh, it's been fun it's been cool to see the evolution and you know now being on evolution to it uh,
So, did you waste a good one on the range? Oh. So I'm gonna save those for the first team. Yeah, so I'm like, I've been all all week, or I would say even all month. My story is I, I Stoyo inspired me to do the the Loretta's anyway, and so and I'm I I my whole point was I'm gonna do it on my buddy's 125. We had a, a really close friend of ours that passed away a little over a year ago. And his wife gave me his 125, and it's a really cool bike. He built it himself. Um, he had Jim Haskell build the engine, um, cone valve suspension. It's just a cool bike, right? He did the whole graphics himself. He's he a, a mortgage broker, so he had a company on it. And she gave me the bike, and I was going to just make it as a trophy. And uh, I ended up, like, riding it one time, and I just fell in love with it. So... The whole point was, I'm going to do this for Marty. So, like, we had stickers, Stoyo designed a sticker, hashtag for Marty, you know? And so, that was kind of the point to doing this whole thing and doing it on a 1.5. Like, you know, like, I had friends like, why would you do it on a 1.5? It's just stupid. You're racing 450. I'm like, it's not the point. Like, the point is, but... So, I've known I'm not going to get a good start all week, right? Or all month, really, from... From all qualifiers we did. Really from the time you decided to do it's this. From the time, yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm going to struggle on the start, but I'll be fine on the track, right? And we both did pretty good at the qualifiers. Like, you know, I won the regional, the first moto, by like 30 seconds. Yeah. And I'm like, well, maybe, maybe But I know I'm not going to get a good start. So today, I'm like, okay, let's try to start a practice start for the site now. And I'm not even kidding you. I've launched out of the gate like I've never launched out of the gate before. And I shifted perfectly i'm like oh it's on i'm getting the whole shot like 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 these guys all think they're getting the whole shot they don't know i'm actually getting the whole shot on a 125 today oh it was like it was the perfect start and what shift did you pull six okay i'm on the inside and i went on the inside on purpose because i'm on i'm i figured i don't want to get bobbled in you know so if i go on the inside i can kind of swoop the inside well soon as uh, okay i ripped the start and then when the real start came i didn't right where did you end up 38 that's a great yeah so i went from i'm getting the whole shot to there's four guys behind me literally four guys behind me so that was my start story and it, it was just i ate a lot of dirt today you know it was, it was good pulled a lot of tear offs was it the technique that greased the technique or was it just the fact that you got in there that you know two foot i have a theory my theory is, when I practiced the start, nobody was around me, and I could hear my engine and how much throttle I had, and I could feel it. When I'm on the line, everyone was so loud, all those 450s, the loud pipes, no spark arresters in them, and I couldn't hear my own engine, so I didn't know if I gave it enough or not, so I basically bogged. Yeah. And I was doing a second gear start, because I, it's like, I'm going to try the second gear start, and if that works, I'm going to stick to it. And it worked on the site lap. It did not work in the main. Let me so. just tell you something right now. You're on a 125. You can't give it too much. You, if you're saying that you bogged, yeah, you're on a 125. Just don't worry about listening to it. It's all about feel, and you yeah. can't give it too much. I promise. Yeah, Especially now there's sand on the start. Like, it's so deep. You're probably right. Well, at least you know for tomorrow. Yeah, I know for tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. if he loops out, it's not our fault. No. I did see one loop out today. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to call him out. Jeez, but there there was a good loop out today on the track. Yeah, it may have been a Yamaha number 15, but it's okay. Uh, yeah, Tim Ferry, it's fine. It's Tim Ferry, who's down? Where's Steve? Steve's got to be in the back wrenching. 
But speaking of racing, we uh, we had some good racing today. Schoolboy 2, um, Deegan wasn't able to complete his race yesterday. Had a wheel blowout. I didn't get to watch the race, but I heard um, that he rode good. You guys watched it? How, I did. What, what do you think about what do you think about it? Uh, it was good. It was kind of okay. like a, a veteran ride. He didn't start out front. He was kind of calm and patient. Uh, got his way to the front, but it wasn't without any pressure from Daxton Benick. Uh, okay. Daxton Benick rode really, really well. I've been really surprised with that kid um, actually all week. Uh, he kind of come in a little bit under the radar. Obviously, Deegan's always going to have a, a yeah. following and some clout behind him, but uh, Benick's not making it easy on him, and obviously, you know, Deegan's already looking at uh, only one possibility of a championship, so right. it'll be nice to see how the next motos kind of roll out, but uh, it's not going to come as easy as some may think. No, I, I would agree with that. It's, it's just cool to see like we talked about this yesterday but the future of our sport is just awesome like there's so many kids like we talked yesterday with Ryder D and Chance and um, you know Deegan and all these kids that are coming up like there's some good like good stars of the sport that I think that will be you know very very healthy to grow this sport now with the announcement of MX Sports and Feld like we're on the rise I'd say I mean like I said you're in this every day with with fly racing and WPS but I mean, do you kind of feel the same way as far as the potential of where we're going? Yeah, uh, absolutely. And if you look at the you know the guys that are in the class now, like these guys haven't been doing it long either, right? No. Like obviously you have you know Tomax and Roxons and guys like that that'll step away. But yeah. you know to see these kids you know that are here now this week and their potential to come up, um, I think the sport's in really good hands. I think that. Uh, AMA and Monster Energy Feld Supercross are kind of responding a little bit to the yeah. World Supercross thing that you see, and I think it's good. I think that it, you know, the, the purse needs to be bigger. It'll spread it out a little bit. So, um, yeah, I think that uh, our sport's in good hands. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I, I think for you, Calvin, like, you've been doing this a very long time. You were a rep for WPS when our catalog was no bigger than this little, you know, it's very thin. You're in your orders. And uh, you're pulling off the side of the road, and now you turn your orders on an iPad. So, what's the evolution been like for you? You know, 125, but bikes and racing, and just seeing all this at the ranch, and and kind of taking it all in. It's pretty cool. I actually, the year I got hired with WPS was the year Fly started. Okay. So I got hired in 1998, and I um, I just remember like where we were at, and we just had a couple color pages in the catalog, and the rest was black and white, and it was about this big. Um, and I remember. You know, uh, just how I think we had 20 reps at the time. Okay. Or t I was tw rep 23, so maybe we had 23 That's reps. 23, 23 on your bike. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. crazy. Yeah, yeah. So my friend Marty was number 23. We got free hats, guys. Come on over. Yep. Um, but yeah, I've seen the evolution of fly. Like we just made handlebars. Okay. And it was funny because I begged. Uh, Craig Shoemaker, who is the former owner of the company, I begged Craig and I begged Terry Baisley to not make gear. I said, please don't make gear. Really? Yes, I begged them. Have you heard this story? I have. I, okay. I begged them because they made some things early on that kind of replicated some other brands before they made gear, like chest protectors and helmets yeah. and handlebars. And I said, okay, that stop there. Just stop there, but don't make gear. And then I remember a sales meeting and they had this brown pair of pants and I was just like, what is that? Do not produce that. <laughs> and uh, the funny thing is, is the first few years, it was like kind of a struggle. Um, yeah. But the cool part is like we started it with, we had such, our, the reps had such good relationships with the dealers that they actually let us put it in somehow. Okay. And then it, 
it, it was like kind of a perfect timing where it just uh, things were selling and gear was selling and it didn't matter what it looked like and then the evolution of it came from being kind of funky where it didn't look that good to where it just looked amazing and it became one of the best it was amazing I, Craig always makes fun of me about that like I can't believe you said I, Calvin didn't want us to sell gear and he's the number one rep 06 06 06 was when the gear turned 06 some really good colors the production, the quality of it was good. That's when I, have I started a jersey wearing in my it. Gear bag. I'm just saying, that's when I started wearing it. I have a jersey in my gear bag from 06. Was it the 208 gear? It was the 208 gear. Yeah. It's the yellow, all yellow and black. Yep. I have it. 208's the Idaho zip code, by yep. the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yep. That's like code. I know, right? Area code. Mrs. Hymas was Chance born in 06. Yep. Oh, 05. So one year... Yeah, he, when flies just started to turn around, now he's wearing our twenty three stuff. And I think Crazy he, how evolution goes. Yeah, <laughs> and I think probably as soon as he could, he was in a fly racing product. Really, as soon as he could, he was in fly. You were knocking on the yeah. door. Here yeah. you go, Thad Jones. That we can thank Thad Jones for that. Thad Jones, w, my boy. When, when, did, when, did Terry's, when did Terry's already emails come into play? Day one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terry, we miss you. Um, we miss you. But it's just, it's cool to see where the, where the brand has came, um, where it's going, and it just this whole event as a whole. But, man, I'm, I'm excited just to see kind of how the rest of the week goes. Like we said, you have a moto tomorrow. 1030. What's, what's the goal for tomorrow? Another whole shot. Okay. And uh, hopefully not a podium interview just for a whole shot. Okay. Like I, that's obviously, I don't want to say a little far-fetched, but yeah. if I get a good start and just, you know, the consistency happens, a little bit of luck happens, like for sure well inside the top 10 is the goal. Um, yeah. I think I was pacing around 6 to 8 last time. So, okay. Uh, but another good start will put us in contention for that. Yeah. Uh, this is told me if you don't get top 10, no lunch for you. I was really impressed with Gills, I have to say. (laughs) It was uh, was all good um, until I went over the bars going into Storyland, like I mentioned earlier, and then it was just like this... This you still heat. got top 12, right? 13. Oh, 13. This, this okay. heat wave just came over me, and I weighed like 30 pounds more. So like, now you know what it's like. I, I, I felt, like, <laughs> I felt a little bit of your pain. I yeah. felt a little bit of your pain. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Put it, me on your back. It was tough. But <laughs> tomorrow, the mo- uh, it's going to be a little bit cooler. Obviously, at 1030, my first moto was at 330. So uh, really looking forward to it. I think that tomorrow is going to be a good day. There's there's a lot more good racing going on. So yep. excited to watch, uh, you know, the next 250. Pro Sport class. I know that was on our list to talk about a little bit earlier, yeah. but yeah, I do want to talk about that real quick yeah, yeah. if we have a second. So. Um, but I was going to throw to you, Calvin, before we got 250 Pro. Um, you have a 430 moto. Like, kind of, what's your goals going in tomorrow? Uh, don't overheat. Okay. Yeah. And uh, get a really bad start on the practice start, so that way I'll get a really good, good start, start on the okay. real start. That's I like my that. goal for tomorrow. Stoyo, you got goals for tomorrow? Top five? Yes. Top five. I like that. I think that'd be that'd be strong. Ryan Hughes in the house, the real Ryan Hughes. Yeah. If you guys haven't checked it out, Ryan has been on the Photo Spot show, so check out his episode. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's it's exciting. But you said 250 Pro Sport earlier. I wasn't able. Again, I wasn't here. I had to take Trevor from Maxima to the airport. But what uh, what surprises did you see in 250 Pro Sport today? Uh, just how many guys have a chance? Yeah, right? like so. There's so many good dudes out here. Obviously, you know, with with Hymas and Ryder and Braswell's been impressive so far. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, to your point earlier when we were talking to Jason, like 
if you get top ten, you're you're technically not out of this thing. And mathematically, like any anything can possibly happen. So I mean, I yeah. think in the open pro sport class right now, a moto score of six is leading it, like with a one five oh, or really? something like that. Okay. Yeah. So um, it's kind of all up in the air. But I would just say, how many guys are technically still in it? Because that's how tight the front was. I mean, Towers is riding good. Braswell, Hymas, uh, you know, rider, you know, as well. So that's really what surprised me. I thought it was, you know, going to be, you know, maybe a little bit of a show. One or two guys always break away. But yeah. uh, there's a lot of good racing deep down. Yeah, and I think it's it's cool because the track is – that's what's crazy about this track is it doesn't have big jumps, yeah. but it just separates the guys because of how the technique. Like we keep talking about technique and technique, and the guys that really – have that flow and, and can keep it on two wheels for 10 laps is really what it kind of, it's not all out speed it's who can be smooth for 10 laps at least from my eyes perspective yeah. I could be wrong well I think the good thing too like it's it's a little exhausting to yeah. come here and this is maybe a little bit of my rant but okay. it's a little exhausting to come here and have your first moto score totally dependent on a, a chip out of a bucket That's like I, I get it it's, it's cool it's, it's it's completely random everybody I guess technically has the same you know chance in order to you know pick a decent and chip, but yeah. I feel like at, at this level in these kids, like the difference between a six and a thirty-eight is drastically different. Right. You know, so that is one thing I look forward to looking at tomorrow. Is all these guys are going to have much better gate picks? Okay. I mean, I don't think Hymas pulled one inside the top thirty. Okay. You know, so he's working from four to six gates out both motos, and you know now he's going to be looking at third gate pick tomorrow. So yeah. that's kind of what I'm looking forward to. Is you know because I, I don't love that. I wish that ma- transponders were mandatory um, for practice. And maybe not across every single class. Yeah, but, but maybe just pros, like because they can do the yeah, qualifying for sure. Yeah, and it don't get me wrong, like it's an accomplishment to get here. Yeah, right. Like when it's I'm, an accomplishment yeah, to get here. But if you go out and you qualify thirty first, that's where you're at. Right. You know. So let's pick a gate. You know, accordingly. But so that's maybe my only rant, probably. Or if uh, you know Davey is listening, that's maybe the only suggestion that I would have. Yeah, uh, that's a good one. It makes a really cool souvenir that poker chip. Yeah. Although I think they skipped a little bit this year because mine's pretty much already worn off. But um, yeah, that's that's my only thing. So that's what I really look forward to tomorrow in the 250 Pro Sport classes. Everybody. I think a lot of these guys are going to have much better gate selection, so we should have a better race from the gate drop. What about Chance's whole shot in that Open Pro Sport? So good, dude. <laughs> so good. No, I, I told him I. Said, said hey uh here's a picture of a honda yeah. you know pocatello power sports created okay you know and backed which is the dealership his parents own so i said yeah. it can be done yeah and he did it on a 250 in the 450 class so so uh, you're saying if anything happens if yes there's a career for you in, in coaching coaching you can do coaching after this yeah the uh kyle gill school of starts <laughs> I was just going to add to that. Like, I think at least at very minimum, the, the, the open pro class, open pro classes, and even like maybe the B classes should be qualify, qualifying transponders and practice. They know how to do it. I know they don't want to do that for some of the little kids. They don't want people like pushing, going crazy for the fifties, trying to get the best lap time in practice. But I think for the, 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 the cream of the crop classes, they should they should maybe look into doing yeah. something like well, that. Because that is a bummer. You know, that, yeah. that could ruin, that could almost ruin your ride. How you doing? About it. That but could ruin your ride no, for it, next year. It, it totally can. And that's why yeah. I don't I don't love it, right? And that's why I'm yeah. looking forward to tomorrow. And, you know, guys, the field kind of sorts itself out, right, a little bit. Like, guys are still able to get to the front or still have a decent position for a start for the next moto. But 
this is a stepping stone, right, for yeah. what's next. And what's next? Time qualifying. Ten minute practice. No, five minute practice. Yeah, it's like like five minute free practice and then ten minutes of, of all right. out. So if this is a stepping stone in order to get to that next step, like let's go ahead and work him into it. Like yeah. sprint laps are totally different than you know drawing you know a, a random chip out of a bucket. Well, some of these guys are already, most of these guys are already trained, right? They did it for Supercross this year, mm-hmm. so they kind of already know how it all works. So yeah, I think it'd be, yeah, I think it'd be an easy something to adapt pretty pretty easily. Yeah. So. I'm excited, just like you said, for tomorrow. But we also have the plus 40 class. Have you watched any of those motos? Mike Brown is ridiculous. Dude. He's so like, gnarly. His line choice is next level. It's, it's he toys with the track. He literally a, plays around with the whole track. Well, when you have a thirty-second lead, and this is no disrespect to Chris Kiefer, Kiefer's an amazing rider. Yes, right. But when you're out there, just kind of, it looks like he's toying around. Like he's twenty, thirty seconds ahead. Like you can try different things. You can wheel tap bumps. You can take the slower lines. You yeah. can have a lot of fun. It looks like he's having so <laughs> much fun out there. But I know how serious he takes it, and he's going to be upset if he doesn't win. Um, so the dude goes all out all this. I did. He's today at what five o'clock? I think was his moto. He's clicking off two o ones, two o twos, two o threes, and I'm like, that's a good lap for me. How and crazy! It was, it was rough too. We were watching yeah, it, gnarly. and it's crazy because he. I, I, I would like to see him get a bad start, like a really bad start. I think he could still come through the pack and win. Yeah, like in that class, I think he could still come through the pack. Is that class a shorter moto? No, I think they accidentally did it. I heard them say it was. They did seven laps. Yeah, fifteen. Yeah, they did seven laps. Yeah, they messed up. Yeah, yeah, it was supposed to be fifteen. Oh, it was seventeen. I think they did. It was seventeen minutes. Is that what it was? It was seventeen oh seven. A little bit of a hiccup from the MX Sports. That's okay. We'll we'll give them a pass. Yeah, it happens. But speaking of good rides, I know we talked a little bit about it before, but I just remembered. But um, Towers did have that bobble on the start, dude. The kid came all the way to eighth. Riding really well. Um, so that was cool to see. So I think tomorrow, like you said, your point, if all those dudes start good, dude, yeah, that battle is going to be on in 250. And you didn't see 250? I did bro? not. Oh, okay. I did not. He got the first one to win. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, I heard. The kid's been riding really, really well. Obviously, yeah. you know, the Yamaha's a good motorcycle. But, mm-hmm. you know, to see him there and battling, um, and he's been consistent this year other than the, the little bit of a mishap. But that's the thing yeah. with Towers. Like, he'll have a really good moto, and then he maybe, you know, have a tip over or something like that. So for him to figure out the consistency thing yeah. uh, is really good for Gavin. So, yeah, I, I really look forward to him having that first gate pick tomorrow and, you know, mixing it up with Ryder and Chance and, and Braswell as well. Yeah, it'll be good. And do we have uh, a super mini class tomorrow too? I think I have to look. I've been hearing like, like just over the the TV. I think Olaf was his last name. He ran a 158 today on a super mini. But I found out the track was a little prep differently. But still, a 158 on a super mini is pretty impressive. You're gonna have to forgive me. I didn't see the super mini class, but no, a, I didn't watch. I just looked at last times. I don't need to look at it. Yeah. If, if if he's a 158 on a super mini, the kid's moving. Yeah, like it's pretty impressive. So I uh, I think we are gonna see some good racing tomorrow, and just hope for a little better weather and not be as hot. But I'm excited to watch your 25 plus moto. I'm excited to watch you guys racing 45 plus. It should be good. Um, Late though, who are you guys impressed with the most so far? Who's impressed you guys the most? Any class? Any class. Any class? Doesn't matter. Mike Brown. Mike Brown. No, I've, seen, like, Brown's, I've seen him riding here before. Brown would always be at the top of the list, right? Yeah. But, but 
honestly, but, hey, but honestly, not just because he's just in fly, Cole Martinez. But you have to expect Dude, the kid it, right? Is ripping. Yeah. Well, I kind of expected that a little bit because I, I don't know him. I, well, the only reason I, say I, that I watched him race at Mammoth and he exactly. was ripping. Right. Yeah. So he that's gave, why he did the Nard and Grant. He gave Grant all he can handle in the yeah. 30 class, beat him in two motos, and then he was. Right there with Hymas and Kennard yeah. in the pro class. That's why I say I expected a little bit out of Martinez. It's still yeah. super impressive. I've never right? seen him ride. So. And such a nice family, like he and his wife, and they're really good people. So I kind of expected it a little bit of, you know, out of him just because of his mammoth performance. But that's yeah. the only reason. Like, But and if the, not, I'd probably put him up there probably top of the list. Yeah, and the cool thing is, is if he had back-to-back motos, he could go the same speed the whole time. He's, he's, he's not a road rider. He's, yeah. he ride three, he's used to riding two hours, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yes, Mark Samuels over there does a great job. Does a great job with uh, with the SLR team and the fly racing. So should be good. I'm excited to see what those guys have in store. But man, it's gonna be good. So yeah. um, before we go though, uh, Calvin, how how are you feeling? You feeling good? You want to stay up here? Uh, yeah. Okay. You want to stay up here? I'm I'm good to go. Or if you want to bring up another celebrity, I'm fine with that too. No, I want to let you three. I want to let you three run the show. So I'm gonna let Ryan come up here, take a mic. And you guys are all going to talk. Let's do it. Let's have some fun. Hey, check that cord. Okay. Let me check the cord real quick. So I'm going to bring Ryan up. From, he's now at Pro Circuit. When I interviewed him, he was at head. Uh, we're going to bring him up here, and he's going to have some fun. Is it stepping on there? There you go, Ryan. Uh, take it over. Mike, check that thing. Check. Check. Yeah, just hold the mic, not the cable. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Better? Okay. All right, I think we're good. So uh, we're just going to throw a couple questions to you that Justin kind of threw to us. So biggest surprise of the week, I have to mention, is probably going to be somebody on a green bike. Not because of the shirt. I'm just no, I'm just throwing that out there. No, honestly, Gavin's ride in that 250 Pro Sport moto today was unreal. Like, yeah, it was really Gavin, good. Gavin has speed. We know that. And I see him all the time in SoCal, but... That was impressive. Yeah. He, he rode it well, and he handled Rider D behind him pretty well also. Yeah, he amounted to the pressure uh, really well. You know, the thing for me, like I mentioned earlier, is his lack of consistency, I would say, up until this point. But, yeah. man, this week he's really proven. There's one little mishap there on the start, but he's really proven to kind of have some consistency. But I do have to mention, did you guys see Gavin at the finish line first open pro moto when he was third behind Gage uh, Linville? Did, no. did you see him at the finish line? Because he was in second for the whole moto. What happened yeah. to him? He was in second, the very last corner, Linville. Gage was on the inside of him, and uh, Gavin was in the center. And Gavin just ripped around the center, but he was going so fast he couldn't make the jump. And so he went around the jump, and you're technically not supposed to accelerate. Yeah. Gavin never let off. And I actually think <laughs> his elbow was touching his knee, and he clicked a gear, launched the jump past the finish line flagger. I think technically think he came over in second, but I think they knocked him back down to third because of that. Yeah. But it was uh, – the kid's got some heart for sure. I love his never-give-up no, attitude. for sure, exactly. He's a good kid. Whole Towers family are really good people. Yeah. So. I was really impressed with that last ride from Braswell. Yeah. yeah, I did not. I didn't. I have to be honest. I didn't really. I've heard. I've seen his name, but I didn't really know who he was. But I he, didn't either. He kind of went through those guys, um, and gave it to him, and just. I, I was really impressed with that. And Stoyer even said the same thing. He's like, "We don't know who this guy is, but oh my gosh, he's really giving it to these really good guys." You know? Yeah. No, I seen seventy seven. I'm like, "Who is that?" I'd ask somebody who it was, and they sort of told me who it was. I'm like, "Okay, like I've heard the name, but no, he's he's." 
writing exceptional. We watched writer DeFrancesco uh, crash in that over corner. Over the bars, yeah. Yeah, over the bars. That was a very uh, quick, graceful crash, though. But we noticed that he crashed over the bars, flipped, brushed himself off, got up, and still did a 211. 211. He did a 211 on that lap over the bars, brushed himself off, bent his levers back down, yeah. and finished the lap and at a 211. And your best lap time was? I don't remember, but it wasn't, yeah. a, it wasn't a 211. It was not a 211. Uh, it was not a 211. That's for sure. I don't, I don't think he was probably as impressed with it as you were, though. No, probably not. Yeah. No, he's, no I, I bet he didn't like that at all. But I will is. say, af- after that, you know, I mentioned earlier, like, you know, when I crashed, and the, just the, the amount of heat that came over my body from just picking up my bike, you know, for three, four seconds, whatever that was, like, it's exhausting. Like, the conditions here absolutely brutal um and i think that got to Ryder a little bit too um because you know he had a little bit of a lead on martinez but martinez was able to swallow him up a little bit but man just that amount of pressure and that heat that comes over you when you have a tip over like it's completely it's not bad when you're riding and you're in a rhythm but as soon as you're off your rhythm and you crash like that like it's a game changer it's an adrenaline dump like all your adrenaline leaves your body and you're just you're you can see on Ryder's language when he crashed it was just yeah. yeah, I almost thought he had like a problem with the front brake or something. I, because, I thought because he wrong, he, he kind of fell off pretty yeah. pretty hard, so I thought maybe something was going on. No, yeah, it's I mean it's we've all been there. You crash, you lose all your adrenaline, you keep dropping back, or you you don't really charge forward after that. You stay right where you were, and I mean. Is he still leading that class? Yeah, yeah that's I, I think. think I think he's. Right? I think a one five okay. still okay. leading. Okay. It. I was yeah. It was a seven one. I think. Seven, seven one. one. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, and the other guy was good. This course all over the place. And Towers was. He ended up what three and then eight. Three eight. I think that's the same. Was the other guy Clough got third? Yeah. He, no, he, he got second that moto. Oh, he got second. Yeah, he got okay. second. Yeah, he got third. He looked good too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be super exciting to watch that. You, you know, you talk about that, you know, hey, we've all been there. Mine was yesterday. Was it? Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> First moto. You got it out of the way. Yeah, exactly. You got it out of the way. Yeah. But. Cool. What, anything else when we wrap up, gentlemen? Not that I can think of. I'm thinking yeah. Yeah. Predictions for tomorrow. So tomorrow we have our second 250 Pro Sport moto. Any predictions? I mean, I'm a little biased, but uh, I think I think – I'm a little biased. I think Ryder's going to win it, but I mean, I'd like to see a good battle. You know, I don't want to see. I mean, I'd like to see him walk away with it, but he think, looks like he can get through the pack a little better than everyone else. What I've noticed about Ryder is he doesn't really look like he's yeah. trying. Yeah, like, I it looks like he's just thing. cruising around, yeah. but he's still running the fastest lap times. Yeah. And he's I know that too. Guys. Especially yesterday when he caught towers. Yeah. Like, man, he's really moving. It doesn't look it like doesn't it look at all. Like yeah. he's, I was standing over by the finish line where they do that triple, and then you go over the tunnel. And, like, Towers was coming through, and he's scrubbing it, and all the other guys are scrubbing it, and Ryder's just, you're out. You're out. I'm yeah, like, super I'm smooth. Like, yeah, super Seems to be smooth. using his legs a exactly. lot more this year. Uh, he doesn't even look like he's trying, but then again, he's running the fastest lap times. So. You give me uh, you give me Hymas, Braswell, Towers, Ryder, with all with a good start. Yeah, Hold on, guys. That'd be a good yeah, battle. Yeah, for for be... 22 to 25 minutes, yeah, it's going to be a hell of a show. Exactly. No, that'd be really interesting. Yeah. I'd like to see that. 
Speaking of hell of a show, Triple J, thanks for having us on the Motorspot show here at the Fly Racing Booth. We will be back tomorrow, uncertain of the time, but we will be back tomorrow. So stop by, take a seat, get some drinks, uh, get your free water bottle hat. We'll see what we have for you tomorrow. So thanks for having us. Yeah, of course. Thank you guys for making the time. I know it's it's a long week. It's a long day. So thank you. Thank you, Calvin. Thank you, Soyo. Thank you. Ryan, I kind of threw you in. Sorry. Oh, you're good. You're good. I told you I was going to come by. So. Yeah, I'll Venmo you later. I'll, right. You're on the payroll. Yeah. Uh, Kyle. Wait, there's a, there's a payroll? Oh, you Ryan. said it. You talked too loud. See? Sorry. We should have yeah. done this like All right. shut the. All right, I'm out. Hey, Kyle will send me a bill on my sample. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle, thank you for the time. Thank yep, you for everybody coming. We'll be doing this again tomorrow. We're going to work out the details, but man, what an event. Thank you, Kyle, Max, Ricky, Hope, Joe. Thank you guys for allowing us to do this. Huge shout out to our sponsors, Scott Goggles, Works Connection, Bell Ray, Attributes USA. That's a wrap. Day two, Loretta Lens. Thank you, thank you guys. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank, thank you. you.